Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so should be good to go. So I gotta ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Transformation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within the community. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. Nothing happens until I sit in the chair at my desk and write. Lately, with everything going on, sitting in the chair and writing seems to be the last thing I want to do. Writing allows me to escape, to create, to dive deep into my mind, but instead of putting my ass in the chair, I get caught up with further activities. Some are productive, others are mindless escapes. Mindless escapes and purposeful, intentional escapes are not the same. Are the destinations different? Do I end up at the same location after the adventure? For example, sitting in an armchair, being entertained, watching a previously watched DVD, scrolling through my Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook feeds while attending a masterclass is different from intentionally sitting down to create. An intentional escape in my mind is different. I'm engaging my mind. I think about writing while I'm driving around, but lately I haven't been on the road which begs the question as to why I haven't fully taken advantage of this opportunity now when I have time to actually sit and write. I got tired of asking questions and snacking recklessly. I figured I'd get to work on creating and start answering some of those nagging questions. So here we go. Have you ever driven by a location on a familiar route which you've probably passed hundreds of times and then one day you see a building that seemed to pop up overnight but in reality had been there all along? I became curious as to why we stopped noticing the world around us. I came across an article in Psychology Today written by Dr. Alan Castle. In it, he said, we often don't notice things unless we focus and are present. And then he gave this demonstration. Count the number of Fs in the following passage. Hey, it probably works, but if you, if you could actually see it. But let's play along. Finished files are the result of years of scientific study combined with the experience of years. I tried this little experiment on Facebook with a few of my friends. They could actually see the written words, so most of them counted two or three in the words finished, files, and scientific. But there are actually six Fs. I only counted four. We can't all be perfect. There's a name for this phenomenon. It's called inattentional blindness. And it's what happens when we encounter something in a place you aren't at all expecting. No matter how strange, blatant, or eye-catching it is, our brains just don't want to notice things where we don't think they belong. Inattentional blindness explains why I could drive by a strip club on a primarily residential street in Bridgeport, Connecticut, and not notice it. Get love, sit down, 
so there is a a shrimp club. It's a shrimp club. And I had purchased a uh, a used Mac at one point from for somebody, and they, I met him there at the strip club. I think he was a bouncer. I mean, you know, I, I'm not judging. You know, you, you go to a strip club, that's what you do. You do. I don't, you know, I don't care. I, you know, whatever. It's on Main Street, so I drove by there and I noticed it. Now, Main Street in Bridgeport, it is a, um, it's a busy street. You know, as in most towns, Main Street is like your Main Street. It's, it's the artery that runs from throughout the, the the city. You know, you can go from a Seaside Park all the way to uh, Trumbull. But to see a strip club on the main street just seemed odd. And so I I, um, I looked online, they have two locations. Now if I'm not mistaken, the other location is in Stanford, but the Stanford location is in the cut. It's like an industrial park. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if, if Yvonne knows about this because, um, you know, hey, she's like, you know. Please enjoy this Verizon Rainback Zone while your party is free. <laughs> I can't play that ringback tone. Hello? Yeah. Yo. You know you got a strip club on Main Street? A what? A strip club. Oh. Downtown? No, yeah, um, like in the middle of Main Street. Yeah, it's not even not, not even downtown. It's like not too far. I, I was I was driving by. I've seen it before, but I'm like, I only know about the one near Capitol. I mean, near Bank of America. Yeah, it's not too far from there. But it's like there's yeah. You knew. It just yeah. seems odd. Like, why would you have a strip club like right in the middle of um in the middle of middle of town. You're like, you, I don't see strip clubs in other towns, like, on the main strip. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's one in Stanford. But I think the one in Stanford, now, I don't, I don't frequent strip clubs, so it's like I know where the locations are, I just roll that off my tongue, like, there's one in Stanford that I frequent, you know, no, but there is one in Stanford, but I'm, I, I dropped somebody off there once, and, uh, but I'm pretty sure it's in the cut, it's not in the main, did I catch you the bad time, I, sorry, I'll talk to you this later, Okay, um, yeah, okay. Uh, all right, so we'll, all right, uh, bye. Bye. Okay. Yeah, she's, she doesn't care. Fucking strip club. I mean, somebody's gonna, somebody could get hurt in there. Like, fall down, get hurt, you know? I don't have shri strippers at all, or exotic dancers. I don't know what the politically correct term is now for them. Um, I don't think I work as compensation, but anyhow. Hey, listen, I'm gonna uh, find out. And then when I do, I will get back to you all later. Until then, this is... 
this is. This is. You forget who this is. You know who this is. This is. The Livingstone here from the BTW News Podcast. You know, it was starting to seem like everyone was taking shots at Bridgeport. Stanford location. It's an industrial park not too far from Glenbrook Road and Research Drive. So you have some homes, some condominiums that's surrounding the area. It borders on Darien, if I'm not mistaken. And not, they're not too far from New Canaan. But it's inside of the, uh, in the cut, as I expected. Call. You know what we call them, right? Let's see um, what's going on. Enjoy this Verizon ringback tone while your party is reached. We don't like the ringback tone. Oh, please call her and ask her to do away with the ringback yeah. tone. Hey. Hey. So, um, I know you wanted me to go over to Mystique and Stanford, so I headed over there. And over to where? Mystique. Mystique? Mystique. It's the, uh, the strip club. Okay, I want to know why you think I want you to go to the strip club. Because you wanted to find out why they had the one on Main Street was... No, 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 that's you. on the... Eric, I don't care about no strip club. Never even been to... No, I think I have been to one strip club. Oh my goodness. No, no, I don't think I've never been to this before. <laughs> I think I've been around. Are you lying now or were you lying then? <laughs> <laughs> I got you understand. You, you, uh, uh, uh. So just as. No, I, I think I've been to a place where strippers was, but not Yeah, that's called a strip club. <laughs> no, no. No, it wasn't a... <laughs> where strippers hang out. Strippers. They're clubs for strippers. So they were... They were yeah. <laughs> so, just as I um, suspected, it's in the cut. It's like in an industrial park. I knew that I had um, dropped someone off over there before. I've never... I've been... I've frequented... Why do you care about these things? I don't understand. It's a story. Like, why? I don't understand why you're not, um... I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about this. I don't care about the gas. Or any other crazy things that that are bugging your mind. Like, why? Why is this happening? Why Why is there a strip club on Main Street in Bridgeport? They I don't know. They have what? They have mob ties. It's not like it's next door to me. I don't care. <laughs> they have. That's how it starts off. It starts off on the Main Street, and then you can't park because it's next door. And now they're sliding oh, up and down your banister, and you're wondering, 
What is all this slimy stuff on my banister? I, I don't think so. That's how it starts off. I, I checked with C CT Post, Connecticut Post, did a story on them in, I think, 2010. So, uh, I'll keep you posted. Let you know what we find out. I'm gonna block you, number. Hello? Yeah, I already blocked it, Jared. Did you block it? Did you hit a block for one? <laughs> you blocked it? Ah! Okay. Well, I'm gonna block your number, man. Jeez. Okay, let me get out of here because now the school, the kids yeah. are home from school. Why, why did this kid just like leave them? All right. Hey, listen. Okay. Yeah. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> So, yeah, I, 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 and I knew, I knew something told me, my gut told me it was going to be in the cut. And sure enough, it's in the cut. Today, Mort Janklo has an office high above Park Avenue, filled with gorgeous works of modern art, a du buffet, an Anselm Kiefer. He tells hilarious stories. My mother had two sisters. One lived to be 99, the other died at 90. The 99-year-old was a smart woman. She married my Uncle Al, who was the chief of sales for maiden form. Once I said to him, what's the rest of the country like, Uncle Al? And he said, kiddo, when you leave New York, every place is Bridgeport. Try to call Brian Lockhart. From CT. Hey, Brian, this is uh, Derek from Behind the Wheel Podcast. I was calling about a uh, an article you had written um, about, I guess, some strip clubs in Bridgeport. And so I was trying to figure out, because uh, my sister lives in Bridgeport, and I was driving by, and there's, there's a... Um, a strip club that's on Main Street and I was just trying to figure out like why one would be on like the Main Strip. I just wanted to um you know I had seen your article and I wanted to to find out what the regulations were the deals with uh you know strip clubs on like the main uh roads in say uh Bridgeport because I'd come across uh like I said your article in CT Post. Sure. Um, I would, you know, I would have to go back and look. It's been several years, but I want to say around 20, sometime around 2012, the city council um, basically tightened the rules on adult establishments in Bridgeport. Mm -hmm. And they were looking at strip clubs. Um, they were also looking at spas mm -hmm. at the same time. And um, so they basically made it harder for new ones to open. And they tried to restrict adult establishments to certain neighborhoods in town. Um, but part of that also included grandfathering in some of those existing clubs, meaning that if they were in place at that particular time, they wouldn't suddenly um, be forced to shut their doors. And I would have to research some of these properties, but what I would what I would suspect is that the clubs that you're seeing mm -hmm. are either the clubs that were in existence back then yeah. or they're properties that at that time were an adult establishment 
but under a different name. And so maybe now they're under new management or someone has come in and given them a new name, a new look or something like that. Yeah, because th there's one also under uh, Mystique in, in Stanford, uh, but it's, it's in an industrial park. It's not on... Um, yeah, it's not on the main... It's not on the main track. Yeah, it's not like on Holt Street. Yeah, and I know that is something... I think that was one of the council's concerns at the time is obviously... I mean, look, these these places are... They are businesses. And mm -hmm. so there are there are some folks in the city who would who argued then and would still argue now that they are businesses. And so we can't just run them out of town. We can't just outlaw them. But at the same time, to your point, um, there are people who... who think that having these adult establishments on sort of these main roads is a, is a bad look. Yeah. And um, so they, they want to kind of try and isolate them to certain parts of the city that maybe aren't as um, heavily traveled as as others. So that, you know, and that, that's not just a Bridgeport thing. I mean, mm -hmm. that goes on. I've covered other towns and there's always that sort of battle over these type of establishments. There's people that say, look, they have a right to operate as long as they're operating within the law. Um, obviously, I mean, prostitution is a no-no. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, um, there's always people that say, you know, we don't want this. We don't want this in our neighborhood. We don't want people to look at Bridgeport or to look at whatever town it is and say, oh, that's the place where all the strip clubs are or that's where all the porn shops are or what, you know, whatever it is. And so there's always kind of that tension um, when you're trying to regulate these places. Yeah. I certainly appreciate your time, Brian. Not a problem. Thanks so much. All right, man. All right. Have a good day. You too. Bye bye. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I certainly appreciate it, especially given these trying times. Special thanks to our call in guest today, a familiar voice you've heard before, Yvonne, who came definitely close to hanging up the phone on us. And also, special thanks to Mr. Brian Lockhart from Connecticut Post. He covers politics. He's been on the front line covering these issues for quite some time. I came across an article that he had written in 2010 and uh, gave him a call and he graciously agreed to be on the show. So yeah. Until next time.